Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Everybody, this is Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm Mike C, sitting here, very comfortable over in Studio 13, and just across town, we got a couple of friends you know and you love very, very much. First, let me just tell you, this guy's so deep, the ocean is jealous. He's my good friend, Rich. That's right, man. That's right. Deep. Deep is what they call me. I was never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. It'd be inappropriate. I think that's about a different show. That, 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 I think we need that's to say about that. A, that was a, scary. I was going to say that was about somebody else in this room, possibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's one of those off-air ones. When Mike C makes it back to the studio and we start doing the horror zone pre-show live, you guys will hear some of that 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 musonke uh, for Patreon, <laughs> Patreon only, Patreon.com/slash eight one two two productions. On its way. Mike C. And it's going to be soon. Soon, within like a month soon. or so, yeah, I about hear. another month or so. Mike C and uh, and uh, Spooky Mike, I also hear is going to be returning. I don't know. We may be one in the same. I'm not sure. I've got no paperwork to back that up. But both myself and uh, Spooky Mike are well, both going to be back at the Eight One Two Two Production Studios very soon. Before you announce him, I think he's the only person that's not going to be vaccinated. So that means we're going to have to make him have random COVID tests just to show up on the show from now on. That's his penance for missing last week, by the way. But go yeah. ahead, Mike. Tell him who yeah. it is. Because also in the studio with you this week, back, back after being out on assignment once again last week, he is <laughs> the most hungover, the drunkest man in all of horror podcasting. He is the professor. Well, hello. It's Welcome to, back, it's buddy. Good to be back. It's Are good to see better? he's over his hangover. I made it. I'm here. So... We're taking uh, we're taking polls here. There, there's bets really going on between uh, Rich and myself and the rest of the guys from the Eight One Two Two Productions. Uh, you know, we think that maybe you dosed yourself with some date rape drugs. <laughs> no, <laughs> took advantage of myself. You took advantage of yourself. Your left hand took advantage of you. Made your right hand jealous. It was it's, kind it was of like, like an, idle hands. It was a sequel to Idle Hands. I was going to say, were you, fight, <laughs> were you, were you fighting your hand <laughs> off? Like, <laughs> like, you're like, eh, eh. I don't idle remember. Idle Hands 2, The Professor. But, yeah, no, it was wild. It was a wild weekend. <laughs> yeah, there were rumors that you had actually uh, passed away from, from alcohol abuse Oh, last well, week. The so rumors we're glad are not to hear true. that you are back. The, the rumors of his demise were greatly, greatly exaggerated. That's right. But I will oh, say, good. I will say this though: uh, the only reason is he was gonna die, but then he was blinded by the light and turned around. Ripped oh! <laughs> oh! Yeah. I see what you did there, Carolyn. I don't know why he was Carolyn all of a sudden. <laughs> go to go like Carolyn. We should make Poltergeist four. And like the professor could be Carolyn. Poltergeist forty dollar films. Forty dollar films. Poltergeist. <laughs> Poltergeist four. Poltergeist starring 40. the professor as Carolyn. We'll put him in a cheap blonde wig. Oh, that and I won't amazing. shave. 
You won't shave? No, you got you can't shave. That's that's you got to live the gimmick, bro. I think I'm the next shortest one in the entire uh, studio that we've got here. So, so you're I playing Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah. <laughs> we casted you already. I'm going to play uh, coach. Yeah, you'll be yeah. Craig T. Nelson. That's right, baby. I, I got the ball. I got the ball spots for it too, man. Oh, there I'm gonna go. do. I'm gonna do the, the lines like him instead of freaking out. I'm gonna just do it like Coach would do it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> are we the only ones that remember Coach? How oh, old? Yeah, how old Coach. are our listeners out there? It was I, streaming for a bit on Netflix. I remember rewatching most of the show. I was, <laughs> I was gonna say, how old are some of our listeners out there? Do I'm you a, remember Coach? Because I'm, I'm sure most for of you do. late '80s, early '90s sitcoms. If the demographics I get back are correct, you all, all, most of you are able to remember Dauber? the show Coach, wasn't it? Dauber, yes, it was and, Dauber uh, and what, what was uh, uh, oh, Van, 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 Jer- uh, Van Jerry Van Dyke? Yeah, Jerry Van Dyke. What was his name? Luther. Luther. Yeah. Oh man, great Luther. show. That, that was great. such a great show. Yeah. It was. It I was an amazing show. It. Yeah, you never, no, you never, never you never watch Coach. You would probably no, really bro. like it. Actually, you would like it if it, if you see that streaming somewhere. Check it out. It's actually still yeah. fun to this day. It's it's a, yeah, it's good quality. It's like I love Cheers. Mm-hmm. I love Cheers I love the old classic kind of oh, sitcoms. Cheers was great. Yeah. Cheers is one of the greatest uh, sitcoms in my opinion. How about Night Court? That's ever been made. Night Court was great. Did you hear they're remaking Frazier? Night Court? Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, John Larroquette is in charge yep. of it. He's coming back too, but he's also the producer. Yeah, I think we talked about it when I asked my John Larroquette question. Yes, we did. But yeah, I'm just saying. A couple saying, weeks back. So, well, I can't remember if the professor was here or not. And if he was here, he may have been drunk. He's got a little bit of a problem. I think that he was probably drunk because that's what he does. He gets drunk on the days of the show. And sometimes he can make it. Sometimes he can't. <laughs> it's the night before. <laughs> we're going to have somebody staging an intervention that's listening to the show like, oh, man, he's going down the wrong path. <laughs> That'll be the next podcast. Intervention with the 8122 Production Studios. He comes. Why he comes can't in I the have studio. a little drink to unwind myself? <laughs> he comes. He comes to the studio. We all just sit him down to have a conversation. You know how your your alcohol hurt me because I was waiting for you to come home and I even cooked you something nice and then you never showed up because you were at the bar until three a.m. in COVID era. It's dangerous. We're just we're here for you. We're there here you for you. We're your friends. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I think we've uh, with friends on- like these. Who needs friends? I was going to say, <laughs> right, or even better, who needs enemies? But I think we've made fun of them enough. I think we should get to the news, Mike C. All right. Well, we can do that. We can certainly do that. So this coming week, uh, we know that here in the United States that the big one is coming. Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, yeah. But it released globally this past weekend and made a whopping $121.8 million dollars this weekend oh so the box office is back baby it is back even though it would have made like 10 gazillion dollars if it had been normal times it's still that is a huge intake for one weekend i just it, want to point out between 60 and 70 million of that was china alone yeah wow no just a true story because it did 21 million on friday night in china and it did 33 million on saturday in china and they said that they were projecting it to beat uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, which did $66 million its opening weekend in China. Wow. So there's a good nice. possibility it did because I think it only had to gross like another $13 million, yeah. and they were pretty much a slam dunk. So that was the majority, although we know China loves their kaiju movies. Yeah. And China is also pretty much completely open, so that makes a lot of sense. And uh, big bucket of win. The movie only cost $180 million, so I mean, they're going to make their movies money back. Yeah, it's expected to surpass $250 million during its run. Um, I don't know that it's going to be making that kind of money here in the States, uh, I, you know, for obvious uh, reasons. I don't but, know. I don't. It's th- tough. I mean, 
people still watch these movies um like and for some reason everybody hated king of monsters but it was great was i don't great care movie. i don't care what anybody says um like that 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 one captured like the classic style godzilla movies um it had like the ridiculous human plot line and like it, it just worked it, it, i don't know what people wanted but it was good um well and, what, what kong versus godzilla has going for opening in the states this this upcoming week which is wednesday's the opening day how do i know because it's the, that i am actually returning to the movie theaters to see it i have, oh, I have nice. tickets i'm going with some people right. you uh, got ticket including our good friend ken m from the odph we're gonna go check that out at 8 p.m on wednesday over at amc but uh the thing is new york state has opened theaters and a lot of other states filed suit opening theaters so this is going to be like the first major weekend that a lot of states have their theaters open and it is like limited capacity i actually feel real comfortable with how amc is doing it like amc after they sell tickets uh to a group they block off the seats around you like in front oh, okay. and behind you and next yeah. to you so you're, you're like in your own bubbles so throughout the theater so they don't block them out initially they wait until the seats but and then they block out the others i mean that that, that shit's gonna sell out real quick yeah it's gonna sell out for what their the capacity is i think is 30 percent yeah uh so it was a third but I, I still think it's gonna do very well and that's why i said that that's what it's got going for it this week. And we've been seeing coming in doing the box office reports over in Three Fat Nerds. We've been seeing that the box office has been creeping upwards towards $10 million in the past few weeks, especially uh, I know Tom and Jerry hit almost $10 million in its oh, opening wow. week. I know that the, the Croods was making millions of dollars for over weeks and even this week the new movie nobody pulled in like six million dollars oh, yeah, it was a I no yeah it was bob odenkirk yeah. it was a it, think about it it's a rated r movie and it pulled in six million dollars in COVID era as the number yeah, one people, movie people that's, are get, wanting to get out i mean that, i'm just saying that's there, there's something i mean there's going to be people who don't want to go and of course you can watch kong versus godzilla on hbo max yeah. same day so for me i'm not going to watch it first i'm going to go see it in the theater first because i think this is a movie that this deserves is, that yeah this is exactly the type of movie made for a movie theater yeah and then i'm gonna i'll probably I'll, i'm gonna be honest i'll probably watch that movie like three more times on hbo max before yeah. the end of the weekend yep not even joking easter sunday i'll tell you what rich is doing i have my second vaccination shot by the way on, on uh, thursday so friday I've, i have a day off from work because they gave us a day off because obviously you most people get sick after the second shot yeah. so guess what rich will be doing if he, he's sick he'll just be watching Kong versus godzilla and loop all day on hbo max in and out of consciousness being sick there you go nice that sounds fun a fever dream it's gonna be kaijus yes. and Oh man, it's gonna be so great. <laughs> Although I am super fucking upset and pissed off, and because uh, the uh, uh, some people the toy line spoiled something in the movie, oh, yeah. and then the movie makers decided, oh fuck, we're just gonna put it in the trailer since it's already spoiled. Yeah, god damn it. So I'm not gonna say it out loud just in case you guys are avoiding spoilers. But fuck, man, it's that a last giant trailer. gizmo, isn't it? Uh, it's it's something, all right. It, yep, it's uh, believe it or not, you weren't far off when you said Mogwai. giant gizmo. <laughs> Mogwai. Uh, <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. It's the state, it's, by the way, motherfuckers, it's the state puff marshmallow man. Yeah, <laughs> it turns over, it's actually there's it's like a, a state like three crossover things going on all at once. So. You know what else it is? You remember the Transformers? They did the Transformers uh, Ghostbusters crossover. Oh, it's it's Ecto One, whatever the transformed version of Ecto One was. Yeah. <laughs> if you did not see that IDW did it. Was actually a very good comic book line. Yeah, I don't recall those, that one. Some of those crossovers are great. They did. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. They did um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman. Yeah. That, oh, that was really that good. Was they did really that three times. One. Those are really good. Well, I mean, yeah. Like uh, Shredder ended up in, in Gotham. Gotham and, yeah, it was awesome. That was real good shit, man. If you haven't read those, check those out as well, man. We're giving you good good gems here. I know they're not really horror related, but 
it's still good stuff. But yeah, yeah man, Kong vs. Godzilla. Can't wait to be back in the movie theater to see it. Like I said, I feel safe about the protocols, at least locally. And Plus, I've been an essential worker and working through all of this, so I have a little different... Uh, I need to see this in the theater. Because, I mean, the last movie I saw in theaters was Tenet. And that was awful. And what you loved, you oh, loved man. that movie. No, like there was uh there, there's been in the news, all this talk like, Oh, tenant got snubbed or whatever. Like, why did tenant not get any Oscar? Nominations? Cause it wasn't good. Cause it was terrible. It's a bad, <laughs> it's a bad fucking movie. Like it, fuck, fuck that movie. I just want to throw out there. I know uh, Regal's opening up this weekend as well. So you, there's my uh, more opportunity for you to go. Yeah. And they are opening with uh, Kong on a few different screens. Nice. I know AMC is running it as well. I don't know how many tickets are open, but I feel like if you jump in there, you might be able to get I've one. had that time. Regal Crown Club card for like nothing. Did they at least, I was going to say, did they, did they pause yours at least? I, I know they paused Ron's. No I think they did. But yeah, they're they're opening back up this weekend as well. Cool. Finally, AMC actually opened last week in New York, or well, where we live at least, I should yeah, say. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. If you uh, jump, want to jump in, I'm sure you can uh, go see the movie. Even catch a matinee. That's yeah. how I'm going to see Black Widow at this point in juncture because whoo, I ain't paying thirty dollars to watch it on Disney Plus come July 9th. Nope. Whoo. But that's a whole another story Ooh. for another day. But yeah, Godzilla Kong can't wait. I'll be talking about it next week. I promise I won't give any spoilers out, but I definitely be talking about it next week. Very cool. All right, so moving on with the news, uh, Blumhouse's uh, Paranormal Activity. We know that that's coming some, you know, within the next year, uh, and it's actually been pulled from its March fourth, twenty twenty two release date by Paramount. Um, we don't know exactly why just yet, uh, but it is filming now, which is a good thing. So it's not that they've delayed the movie from being made. Um, but it has it has been pulled from its March 14th release date and no new date was given. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah. Once we know more about that, you know, maybe we'll certainly let you know. It sounds but. like maybe they started making it and realized, oh, this is maybe going to take longer than we thought. I don't know. Um, the, the article that I'm reading here on bloodydisgusting.com about it um, said that usually something like this means one of two things. The film will either not be released in theaters or they just need more time to develop and shoot it. Yeah. My guess would be the latter. Also, I also wanted to put it this way. Maybe and I got, I think there's a third option that most of us don't think about because obviously when you historically, those options are right. But the third option could be they're possibly thinking about the COVID era and everything else been pushed back. So maybe March, maybe their original March date is now lining up with something else that's bigger. Yeah. Uh, right. Because, you know, they, they would know more than us, especially if something's in the work in a studio that they're friendly with. Yeah. And like, as we know, Marvel just pushed all their stuff back. Cause I just, I just pointed out black widow got pushed back till July 9th. So Jeez. now everything is coming out later. So this year you get, that movie, you get uh, Doctor Strange. No, you didn't get Judge. You get that movie, you get the Eternals, and you get Shang Chi. Not in that order. It's in the opposite. Shang Chi's in the middle, then the Eternals. But then next year, I can't remember when. But the new Spider-Man movie comes out in the spring of 2022. Yeah. So it could end up lining up right around that March date. And if that's the case, you don't want your movie coming out when a blockbuster like that comes out. No, no. no. And so right. maybe they're they're hearing some hinkerings, or maybe there's another movie we're not even thinking about that got pushed back, and they know about. Like I said, because if they are usually, if you're friendly with another studio the other studio is like 
hey, heads up, well, we're putting this yeah, movie the out the industry this day. knows like, oh shit, this movie's being made. Right. Like, oh. So there could be that could be the other option because right now we live in such uncertain times. But I do agree with the writer of that article. In the past, that usually is the two, but I think right now a lot of us are forgetting option C is literally option C is COVID. Yeah. I mean, and that's pushed yeah. everything back. I mean, the, the only thing I don't understand with the first part of what they're they're kind of saying with that is. It was uh, said that it was going to be going straight to Paramount Plus anyway, not theaters. So uh, I don't know. They were going to be doing a limited theater run, though. So not they, with that. There was a couple of things that they said were going to be going direct to Paramount Plus, and that was like, yeah, right. But there's I, other movies. That I thought were they were be, opening uh, both. both. I thought they but, were opening both with that movie. The only reason yeah, that you would have a, a release date like that, that would be affected because if they're going right to Paramount Plus and they're not going to do it in a theater, there's no reason to affect the date. Exactly. So I'm assuming exactly. that maybe they maybe they change their mind and they're going to put it out in the theater as well. I still think it makes more sense to do both just because it's extra money you can make right. off of it. So, so maybe yeah. that's Why maybe that have? maybe there's the other option too. Maybe they decide, hey, we're gonna open this in the theater as well as Paramount Plus on the same day, so we need to line it up with a appropriate theater time. That could be it. It's true. It's true. Girl, it's, you it's know it's true. true. Yes, yeah, so you should probably just keep singing that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There you go. I was well, lip, I was I was lip syncing it, so therefore I was actually yeah, Millie Vanilli. Neither one of he us was, was a doing, studio artist. No, neither neither one of us was doing that. We were both lip-syncing. right. There was actually somebody <laughs> so else who was in doing studio that was doing it. Studio, the old eight one two two production studio. The, somebody was actually the singing. ghost of the studio. That's true. I heard that place has gotten like very haunted since I left. Oh, it is. It's very so, haunted. Like mm-hmm. like several people like get massacred every night. Pretty much or something like that. Like it's it's brutal. It's a real horror movie going on over there. It's a horror All the show. All the time. Uh, speaking of a changed release date, Spiral from the Book of Saw. We know that was supposed to come out last year, and uh, it was dated for May 21st of this year. So we're, we were getting close to when it was to be released. However, it's been changed. Oh, boy. The good news is it got moved up a oh. week, so it is now coming out May 14th. Uh, it will only be available in theaters, so it will not be available on any streaming services, at least you know, not for the foreseeable future after it releases. Uh, I can't wait to see this movie. I've been excited about that one for a year, and uh, it's it's going to be here in, what, about a month and a half now? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's going to be here a little bit sooner than, than we expected, which is good. Yeah, That's that, a good news. That is good news. I thought you were going to say it was going to get pushed off again. It did, actually. It, a, April Fool's. It, it got pushed back and definitely canceled. It's never coming out. No, no, May May fourteenth. It will really be out. That's not a joke. That's the truth. March twenty eighth, fools. You mean? Yes. <laughs> and finally, with the news this week, because we really didn't have a whole lot to talk about, but uh, I know that Rich. Uh, I don't know if, if the professor actually watched the the trailer for it yet, but Rich sent it to me, and I did watch it. It was a movie for the movie called Separation. Yeah. And uh, what'd you guys think of that? I thought it looked pretty creepy. Uh, a lot of lot of uh, CGI effects, which I don't typically like, but yeah. I thought it looked pretty creepy. I I like. Um, I, I mean, it's got a classic kind of vibe to it. You know, it um, toys or dolls coming to life and all that. I I think that's gonna be, you know, it's pure nightmare fuel. It could be a lot of fun. Um, the one the one uh, clown though, I think is straight up rip off of uh, Art the Clown. Um, Except it's like a contortionist. It's the yeah, same guy that did concor- the uh, the motion for the jangly man. Yeah, and uh, he's um, done a lot of stuff. I think, right? Right. 
but yeah, scary stories to tell in the dark. He he did the jangly man. He's a contortionist, been uh, a very talented one because he's creepy as can be. So, but yeah, no, it's not. I know you you've asked us like seventeen times if it's Art the Clown. No, it's not. And every Art time we've explained it, this year, but but guys, every time we've explained it, he keeps asking. Isn't it Art the Clown? Yeah. <laughs> I liked him better when he was hungover and not here. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't do this kind of stuff. It was one of our best shows ever. Because it looks last like week. Art the Clown. <laughs> well, Mike Seriously, C. Can you give this guy a drink? <laughs> well, well, Mike, well, Mike C. Get that man a drink. No, that movie looks good. If people, Rich, oh, yeah. <laughs> if people would like to talk about that movie or anything else we talked about in the news or have any suggestions on what we should cover in the future or just want to tell the professor how much they hate his guts in which he was still hung over and <laughs> not here, go ahead and hit us up on social media, HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Like and share that page. We're at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show. Visit us online at 81. 22productions.com to find out all that we're doing over here at 8122productions and get all of those great links as well. And of course, if you would like to show support the show monetarily, you can do that at patreon.com slash 8122productions. And it's for a little as $1 a month. You get a ton of extra bonus content and you help support everything we're doing here between the podcast and streaming and everything else that's going on at 8122productions. And guess what? There's going to be even more going on as soon as Mike C is back in the studio. We can celebrate good times and uh, we can get some of these uh, movie nights and everything else going because yes. uh, we'll be allowed to have some uh, viewers if you will uh, people who join us yeah. and have a live atmosphere hopefully in the near future as things look like they're progressing forward so uh, good news always good news and vaccinations and everything good stuff so with yes. that being said Mike C I'm sure you have a weekly trivia question for oh, us boy. well I, I sure do but before I get to that I mean I gotta ask the question now can we hit ourselves up to uh, like 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 send ourselves uh, things on social media to say how much we hate the professor. Absolutely. Is, is that like, yeah. is that like the band wearing their own shirt? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. no, I feel like you're fine. As long as you don't send it from the account, uh, mail. As oh, long I'm going to send it from like from horizon six Oh seven. Like we'll ask the question. Well, I mean, and then you we'll can answer it ourselves. If, if that's the case, you don't really ask like, the really question. Hate that guy. You don't <laughs> ask the question. Then you can just pose. You can just pose the question to He's everybody. The worst. If you're like, how bad do you think this, the professor truly is? We can post that question on social media. Yeah. Fair enough. There you go. You can go on a whole rant, rant if you want to diatribe it out. As a matter of fact, if you're going to do that, I would what I would do is write a letter, like type it out, and then take a picture of it so it looks fucking official, and then you just post the picture and say, "Do you agree or disagree with this statement?" Or if you now, send, do you think that I should if you like send it to me in the mail, I, I could it? post a picture of it so that we can <laughs> get that too. a picture of the envelope and everything. Should we block ourselves after we do this? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think you get. I don't think. I don't think we block people for shitting on the professor. Ah. Uh, I think that Fair that's enough. allowed. I, I just I just blatantly said it was allowed. Aww. True. So if we block people after I said it was allowed, that's kind of like entrapment. I feel like that's a bad thing. <laughs> With friends like these, hey, folks. <laughs> <laughs> right right now. By the way, if you would also like to offer your services as a new friend to the professor, you <laughs> yeah. can also send that information as well. Trust uh, me, it won't be around long. It won't I, be a long-term I thing. Just, I just so. want to throw it out. We will, we will sell him to you cheap. Lifetime friends. And not only we will sell you to him cheap, <laughs> there is a no-refund policy. You know, you're uh, buying as no is. buybacks. Buying as is lemon law does not apply to the the sale of a human being. <laughs> now, believe it or not, I actually consider the professor to be one of my own, like one of my really good personal friends here too. So, you know, I just want you to know that. Well, that, that <laughs> <laughs> 
Amazing. So, thank, thank you, Mike. You I, got it, buddy. I mean, Mike, I want to point this out. I think that's without being said, because I don't know if we would talk to him on a weekly basis in a studio setting if we didn't like him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I guess... I actually I, hate that, this person. That would be, let's hang out with him. Wink, wink, <laughs> nod, nod. We just keep this motherfucker around for some reason. Like, I don't know yeah, if that really works. he just keeps showing up. Like, when he's not hungover. He you can't stop me. <laughs> the only thing that can stop me is alcohol. He's actually... Yeah. Actually, <laughs> nobody can... takes him down. Nobody can hear alcohol him. Alcohol and... And performing is and the music, middle link of the uh, human centipede. They're, they're, there's, human centipede in the park. Everybody at home thinks we're crazy because they can't actually hear him because he's actually a ghost. So <laughs> yeah. they're like, who the Have fuck are they talking to? you guys muting me the whole time? <laughs> Anytime like, it comes to me, it's just dead air. Yeah, it's dead well, air. you clearly don't Great. listen back to the shows, so you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I've done whole all segments. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was all silence, brother. silence. <laughs> All right, so time for this week's Horizon 607 trivia question. I actually held this one off last week because you weren't in the studio last week, Professor. Thank you. Uh, So this one, not a difficult one, I don't think, but I wanted to save it for you. So without further ado, this week's question is, in the legendary 1931 classic Frankenstein, during the scene where Frankenstein's monster meets little Maria, he throws two things into the water. What does he throw into the water? Once again, the question is, in the legendary 1931 classic Frankenstein, during the scene where Frankenstein's monster meets little Maria, he throws not one, but two things into the water. What does he throw into the water? The answer, coming up right after this break. Hey, this is Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International, and you listen to Horror Zone 607. Welcome back to The Zone. Before the break, I asked this week's Horror Zone 607 trivia question. The question was, in the legendary 1931 classic Frankenstein, during the scene where Frankenstein's monster meets little Maria, he throws two things into the water. What does he throw into the water? Do you guys have a guess? Well, I know one of them for sure. Well, I was gonna say, we both, yeah, I was going to say little Maria goes in. We know that. Little Maria is one of them. Is it a flower the second that is correct. Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I think she, doesn't she hand him the flowers yeah. first? Yeah. And then he throws them in, and then she, he thinks that, the, the reasoning is he thinks she's beautiful She'll like float. the flowers. Yeah. No, he thinks yeah. she's beautiful like the flowers, and she, he throws her in. So he tosses her on in. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's like like three inches of water, and she drowns. Some, yeah, that's the weird part to me. That was always like, it's, it's like a little fucking creek. It's not even like a full-on <laughs> river or anything. And it's like, it's in the shallows. It's like uh, that Somehow scene she in drowns. Robin Hood Men in Tights when uh, little the, the, John... Oh, oh the I'm drowning! Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I love it. He's like, he's like, why are you even... The best part is Dave Chappelle when he's like, why yeah. are you even doing this? See, I'm on, I'm on the, the east side. Bank. I'm on the I'm west, west side. I'm crossing it just like this. It's the point. If, if you don't pay no tolls, we don't get no rolls. I came up with that myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm drowning. I can't swim. <laughs> A Borkin. Right. Well, 
We I know it. that uh, the professor. Uh, so last week we were going to do this, and uh, and of course, as it's been well documented, he was <laughs> hung over, uh, so he didn't make the show last week. But uh, he does have a couple of reviews that he uh, wants to share with us this week. So, uh, professor, why don't you tell us uh, the first of the two movies that you wanted to review for us? Well, I took a trip down uh, Canadian horror land here. Um, both of these are Canadian-made horror films, horror comedies specifically. Um, so the first movie I'll, I'll talk about is Slacks, S-L-A-X-X, and it's uh, about a pair of killer pants, and um, <laughs> it's as ridiculous as it sounds. Um, this movie was a lot of fun, uh, directed by the uh, duo, well, no, actually directed by Elsa Kephart and co-written with Elsa Kephart and Patricia Gomez. This is currently on Shudder. Um, this movie is about a company, the Canadian Cotton Company, called CCC for short. They're supposedly eco-friendly. They don't use GMOs and all that, and they're very much against using illegal labor, foreign child labor, all that kind of stuff. Or at least it seems, right, this company. So it's about a new employee at one of their stores, and they're launching a new pair of pants that... Uh, conforms perfectly to the wearer um whether they are male female uh whatever gender out, uh, you want to uh, pick there or whether or not uh they're you know short tall thin thicker you know that kind of thing so it, the they're smart pants they fit they conform to the specific uh <laughs> user su- supposedly and um things get out of hand uh one of the pants is alive um the pair of pants I, I don't want to spoil too much, but they're possessed by the soul of a child worker from the fields that uh, that are working the cotton that get that get uh, that the pants are made from. So um, the pants come to life and uh, they get up and walk around uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, they start killing people in the store and um, the, the store is on lockdown because they're launching the, these new pants and they're getting ready for opening day and everything. So it's got kind of like a, we have to survive the night type feel to it. Like a lot of great classic horror films. Uh, this, I don't, I wouldn't put it in the category of a great classic horror film. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch, um, but it is, it's pretty rough. I mean, there's, it, it goes for satire, which really kind of falls flat. It kind of hits you over the head with some of its messages and um it i mean that kind of bogs down the movie but luckily it's only like 77 minutes so it's not anything that's tough to get through it, there's a lot of funny scenes it's very gory like um the pants tighten so much around a person that it splits them in half and like they're and it the pants drink up the blood of the people that they <laughs> they they consume the people that they uh i, I don't know it's it's kind of messed up <laughs> so it's like deathbed the bed that eats with their pants yeah i mean yeah it clearly owes a lot to those kind of classic uh midnight movies um and same with the other movie i'm going to talk about but uh it, it's it's fun i mean i wouldn't uh I, I would recommend it if you know it's it's not like a it's not a movie that you would regret watching if you like sillier kind of horror movies like that so you know this uh there's a lot of fun characters in it too um 
you know, you have the classic kind of coworkers. So the main character her name's Libby. She just starts here and uh you know, most of the w- other workers, her fellow employees are very unfriendly and they're very self-righteous and totally bought into the whole company and they, you know, follow orders and everything and you have a sniveling kind of suck up of an ignorant uh boss character who's like adamant that we go through with this he doesn't really care that people are dying you know like it's <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny um in that sort of way um he's just about the sales and getting promoted and all that kind of stuff so there's there's a lot of fun you, you know there's a character as a social media influencer who's there at the launch because he wants to get in on you know the action with these new pants uh it's <laughs> it's a it it may be the more I talk about it, it sounds actually kind of I, I'm it's worth rewatching even like it's so short, you know, it might as well. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun, but it kind of gets bogged down in its satirical kind of stuff. It, it goes too far a little bit and it, it gets kind of heavy handed. But uh, yeah, worth checking out. It's on Shutter, So I'd give it maybe like a six point five out of ten. You know, it uh, barely passing. Well, yeah, but it it it's it's a good watch. You, you know, for a late night movie with friends, uh, having a few drinks, I would definitely recommend it. You know, as I'm as I tend to do. Yes, you do. Yeah, have a few drinks, watch a movie. Yeah, yeah, and then you you don't make it into the studio <laughs> the next <laughs> to talk about them. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. It really is. It really is. All right, you got one more for us. I I understand. Yeah, another Canadian horror. This one's a sci-fi horror comedy, and this one I truly loved. Actually, um, this is one of the more enjoyable new movies I've seen in a while. Here, um, so directed by Stephen Kostansky, um, who also co-wrote and co-directed uh, *The Void*, which was streaming um, a pretty decent movie. I, I it's. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw The Void, but no. it's, it's like a Lovecraftian kind of ah. movie. So probably you wouldn't like it, Mike. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> But anyways, so I'm talking about Psycho Goreman, and um, this is on Amazon Prime. Um, I thought it was on Shudder, but I guess not. You had attempted to see it, Mike. Uh, yeah, I was actually planning on watching it last night, but it wasn't on there. Uh, so I watched something completely different. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, and it, so and it was not slacks, even though that was there. Well, I think you might enjoy slacks, to be honest. But um, Psycho Gorman, um, this is this is a lot of fun. Uh, so it's about a young sister and her brother. Uh, they're named Mimi and Luke, and they're played <laughs> the little girl uh, Mimi, uh, played by Nita Josie Hannah. She, I don't know what was going on, but. She's a lot of fun to watch. Um, She's crazy. And I don't know how she was being directed. If it was like, if she was coming up with some of the ways she's reacting to things in this movie, but she's, she's funny in this. Uh, And anyways, so Mimi and Luke, they're uh, two brother and sister playing their homemade game of crazy ball, which actually figures into the plot later on in a very funny way. Um, They're playing a game in their backyard and by some sort of accident, they end up, you know, uncovering a, a, a gem and they release 
an ancient alien demon warlord um, that when he awakens, he calls, he introduces himself to these kids as the Archduke of Nightmares. And uh, he's, it's a crazy, like, looking costume. He looks evil. He's like a black skinned, black bluish skinned with like red cracks and like horns and you know he's got he's got uh fangs and claws and everything he looks like a power rangers villain kind of um in a way but like better like better makeup effects and he's uh he they awaken him and this creature is bent on killing and destroying everyone and everything in the universe essentially and uh but unfortunately for him uh the, he has to succumb to the will of whoever holds the gem and uh the girl uh mimi has the gem and uh you know they just want to like have fun and play games and stuff <laughs> it's this like creatures like I, i'm going to kill you as soon as you <laughs> drop this gem you know and like I, I don't know it's a lot of fun uh so they lovingly name him psycho goreman or uh pg for short and, uh, you know, basically once he's released, uh, there's a group of aliens that are aware of this and they want to try to, uh, send their forces to contain him and protect the universe. But unfortunately the, uh, <laughs> the bond that forms between the kids and PG may end up preventing that from happening. Um, so it's, it's pretty funny. Um, it, and, uh, to paraphrase tenacious D it's like ET the gate and power Rangers, had a threesome and ended up having a three-headed baby. Um, it's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic kind of like midnight movie. Um, way better than Slacks um, in that way. Uh, it's gory. It's nasty. It's irreverent. It's really funny. Um, I was watching this with a few friends and we were dying during a few scenes. Just like it's hysterical. Uh, some of the moments. Um, there's great characters. Like I said, the performances are pretty much over the top, especially the little girl. Um, there's some moments it works and then there's some moments she goes like super over the top. It's like, what is this movie? What is, what is this character? Um, but there's a lot of over the top moments. Uh, It all comes down to, well, I don't want to spoil the ending, but, um, it's, it's really fun. It's the most fun I've had watching a movie, uh, recently that's been released streaming, I guess. And, uh, I'd give it a nine out of 10. Solid. Like it's, uh, yeah. It's a solid movie, very enjoyable, um, funnier than it is scary, you know, but it's it's just like it's the perfect movie to watch with a group of friends at night. Um, and, it's getting good reviews, too. Yeah. Like not just yours, but in general. Yeah, I've, I've seen that it's gotten a lot of positive buzz, and I really think like you guys especially would get a kick out of it. Um, it's it's like a. And and it's it's well made, you know. It's lovingly made. You can tell that like everybody was in on the jokes, you know. It's it it uh, it has some extremely goofy moments, but a lot of nasty moments too. And the the character Psycho Gorman himself is a lot of fun. <laughs> just you, you get this. He he's so pissed off that he can't just start killing everyone and everything. And he's in control. He's in. He's controlled by these kids. That you can tell it pisses him off, but he can't do anything about it, which is creates an interesting dynamic between him and the kids. Very cool. Very cool. 
especially as they uh, form a bond. Right you know? on. I definitely yeah. nine, nine, nine out of ten. It's it's definitely worth watching. Nice. Definitely gonna yeah, check that's what this I'm gonna one have out. To check out. Yeah. And where was it available? I think it's on Amazon Prime for if you have a Prime membership. Um, okay. Prime Video, maybe. Let me check. Let me check that out. Just make sure. Just to yeah. confirm. I th- I saw it on. Uh, well, my friend has Cluster, so it was. But I'm pretty sure it is on. Hold on. I got a. Oh no 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 no. So no, it's entirely no. possible you're completely lying to all of our listeners and and. Well, watch options. Uh, Google Play Movies, YouTube, Uvudu, Apple TV. I don't, I don't see Prime. I mean, oh. I'm sure it's on Amazon, but check it out. Check it's out. Worth it's worth renting. It's worth renting on Amazon Prime for like four bucks. I would say. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's got a 91 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really getting some buzz. When you first you know brought it up to us a couple of weeks ago, I was kind of like, okay, this sounds like another one of those like Lamageddon type movies, but uh, it's it's gotten a lot of positive buzz. Well, so it's it. Like Lamageddon is a lot of fun, but this this one's a better made, like goofy kind of horror comedy. Um, it's not. It's not. Yeah, going... because Lamageddon was so serious. Yeah. Well, this one, <laughs> this one's like made a little bit more seriously. It's it like the story, you know, is like clearly they're not making it crappily on intentionally, you know, like right. uh, like Lamageddon that was like clearly all that bad stuff was intended. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, I, I actually believe that those people in the hot tub might still actually be twitching. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> All right, very cool. Very cool. Any Anything uh, else you want to add this week, Professor? Uh, well, maybe I, I'm halfway through Firestarter by Stephen King, the book. Um, I'm a Firestarter. And I can't. Anytime I'm reading it, that's the only thing that's playing through my head is on the Firestarter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, that's um, being remade, too. The book. Well, well, wait a minute. They're remaking the Prodigy song? No. Yeah, yeah that is what they're remaking. But, um, you know, the book, I'm enjoying it way more than I thought I would. Um, I Stephen King rarely disappoints me, but uh, this, I. I was like, oh, I'll read it, I guess. And now I'm now I already halfway through it. I started it like Wednesday. Uh, so. That movie scared me half to death when I was a little kid. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. It just it really scared me. I, I haven't, was afraid every time I saw a little blonde girl, that fireballs were going to come flying at me. I was scared as a kid of the idea of spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Like I was like, I could just blow up at any point for no reason. That's George C. Me. Scott in an eye patch also scares me. Yeah. You know, so yeah. there's a lot of that in that movie. So pretty awesome. All right, good stuff. Good well, stuff. If if Firestarter scared you, and not just <laughs> read the fact of reading it, <laughs> but the movie, whatever. Or if you would like to talk about Psycho Gorman or Slacks, the Killer Pants. Wait, wait, can we just? Or how much you hate Mike, the professor? So Mike is scared of little Drew Barrymore. Yes. 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 All right. Very much. Slacks. Slacks. The pants. The to die for. To die for. The pants to die for. There you go. They, they fit so good, it'll kill your ass. Anyways, with that being said, uh, hit us up, social media. 
HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Like and share the page at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag HZ607 when talking about the show. Check out 8122productions.com for all the information. You can find everything there from the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash 607podcast, to the Patreon, patreon.com slash 8122productions, to local sponsors, to friends of the show like the ODPH, and some of the musical guests. It's so great, so go check that out now at 8122productions.com. And Mike C., take these folks home. All right. I just want to remind our listeners this week, uh, this coming Thursday, April 1st, Creepshow premieres on Shudder with their first two uh, episodes. Hell yes. uh, one of them actually ha- has Ted Raimi in it uh, playing a deadite. And apparently there's a lot of uh, Easter eggs uh, to the Evil Dead series. Oh, boy. In that. So he brings a, uh, a, a book bound in human flesh into an, acti- into an antique appraisal show. And uh, dark forces are unleashed. So it kind of sounds like uh, it's going to be kind of Evil Deadish. So, uh, so yeah, you don't want to miss that. So April 1st, this Friday, or this Thursday, excuse me, uh, Shudder coming back with season two on, uh, excuse me, Creep Show coming back as first season two on Shudder. So getting all tongue tied there. Sorry about that. Uh, so that being said, uh, that's going to wrap up the show for this week. We want to thank you all for listening as you do each and every week. I want to thank uh, Rich for all you do. I, I want to thank, well, well, Rich, thank you for what you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, oh, Professor. Gee, oh, gee whiz. We're, we're glad to have you back, ish. So you, <laughs> this was one of your better shows. One well, of your better shows. Thanks. Uh, I give you if I was scoring with your your grading, I'd give you like a, I'd say a two point five out of ten. F plus. So definitely an F plus. Uh, one of your better shows. So thanks for being here and, and you know bringing all of those reviews with you and, and just your knowledge. You know I can't <laughs> wait until you come back and uh, you do a review on the rest of on the second half of Firestarter. Because the first half was so great. Yeah, uh, I really, I, I really went I, in depth on that. I'm <laughs> I liking it more than I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're it's very good. Enough. It's good book. All of our listeners are really just just sitting on pins and needles. They are the riveted. Wind. They are riveted right now, waiting on uh, a bated breath. Wait. Bated Chomping. breath for every bated word. <laughs> every word the professor trying to say. At the bit. Is that what it is? Next week he's going to have the uh, the rest of that uh, review. He's going to say, "Oh, it was pretty good." Yeah, it ended up the the second half was even better. It was okay. <laughs> now if only, the, the story, if only if only we had a so po- the, if only we had a place to talk to people like a podcast the, the story we start one someday yeah i mean we got to have a forum for this sort of i mean firestarter story has an opening it has a middle part and it has an ending it's good and a song <laughs> based on it Was yeah there a song? oh yeah because i'm a yeah. fast starter a yeah, for, for, a second, I, that part. for a second I, no i thought like the movie itself had like a no. theme song because like a lot of 80s movies it, it should have that a song. lot of 80s movies had like the they theme should, song if they remake the if they do remake it which allegedly they are they should just they should open yeah. they should open Pro- the movie with firestarter by prodigy by the way they should play that instrumental part just every time the fire effect goes off every time like the combustion goes fire effect you know to be fair though like i am i am actually a fan of prodigy i'm i'm, I'm also i'm also a fan of prodigy like, i'm I love, just pointing I out love the fact them. that if, every time you say firestarter yeah i start singing firestarter exactly i can't help it if, if you would have said smack my bitch up i would have also started uh, singing that as well yeah <laughs> by the way great video yeah because was that gasper no did Gaspar know yes. that? Yes, I, th- I do believe so. I'd be surprised if not. Great video with the twist at the end that is a girl the whole time. Yeah. Ah. That, that video that video is crazy. 
That is. It's great. One of the, my favorite video, uh, uh, mu- music video twists. Uh, the other one is Star Fuckers by Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah. Where the girl that's with Trent Reznor the whole time turns out to be Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You, you don't, you, have, you, have you ever seen that uh, video, Mike? You're I You're sounding have not. surprised. Uh, check it out. It's a good video. I don't know that I want to. It's a, it, it's a good video. Trust me. It's, it's it? amazing. They're at a carnival. They're at a carnival, and uh, basically Star Fuckers is about uh, all the uh, artists oh, out there. No. Uh, oh. Smack My Bitch Up was directed by Jonas Ockerlund, oh, okay. uh, who di- directed Spun. Did you ever see? Did either of you guys ever see that? I don't Jason so. Schwartzman and uh, John Linguizamo. Oh, no. No, no, no. I've um, seen it. I've seen it. He he did a no. bunch of uh, Lady Gaga videos too. No, oh. well, that was a good well, video I mean, by the way. It's, it's a great concept. But anyways, that was where the beef between Fred Durst and uh, Trent Reznor started because he smashes a plate with Fred Durst's face on it. Oh yeah, and a carnival. I'm gonna game. do it myself after the show. Ah, well, we only we can only hope and pray. <laughs> <laughs> so I may or may not be here next week. I might have a smashed the face. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week's show. So thank you, Professor. I, it pains me to say that, but thank you for being here. <laughs> Good. And, uh, I'm glad know, that it pains you. Right. And, of course, we'll be back doing what we love to do, talking all things horror, bringing you the week's biggest horror movie news next week. Until then, for the two guys in the studio, I'm Mike C. Saying, see ya. <laughs>